is up? It's the rant. My name is Jeff Ratcliffe, and it is Friday, March 5th. Friday, baby. TGIF. Am I right? Yeah, I know. That's corny. But I am happy that it's Friday. Uh, I am definitely going to enjoy this weekend. It almost feels like spring in uh, the Northeast United States. It's cold outside, but it's starting to look like spring. Some of that snow's melting away here, so that's pretty good. Got a bourbon on tap or two for this weekend, maybe an IPA. I don't know. Maybe we'll get a little crazy there. But anyway, uh, we, of course, are just a few days away from the franchise tag deadline. I don't have any tag information as of now, so you know what's going to happen. I'm going to record this bad boy, I'm going to publish it, and then right after, somebody's going to get tagged. So we'll wait on that one. But regardless, uh, with free agency rapidly approaching, what I wanted to do on today's show is break down some of the top landing spots for the best skill position free agents, at least currently on the board. Uh, So we'll roll through quarterback, wide receiver, running back, tight end. Uh, Not as many running backs and tight ends, not not really that many quarterbacks, a lot of wideouts, but uh, where I think they may land. Uh, so that'll be fun there, talk about the implications of said landing spots. That'll be coming up in a minute here, but first let me tell you about our sponsor, Monkey Knife Fight. Do you like to play daily fantasy sports? Well, you need to go check out monkeyknifefight.com. MonkeyKnifeFight.com is the fastest growing daily fantasy site in the world because MonkeyKnifeFight.com is different. Than the other daily fantasy sites. That's because on monkeyknifefight.com, there are no salary caps. You don't have to play against sharks. And that means anyone has a chance of winning, even you. Monkeyknifefight.com has tons of fun daily contests in all the sports you love baseball, basketball, hockey, golf, UFC, NASCAR, WNBA, esports, and of course, football. Monkey Knife Fight has it all. And you know what else? Monkeyknifefight.com has a free $5 game for you just for signing up. And if you use the promo code RANT, R A N T, You'll have your first deposit matched instantly up to $50 with a name like monkeyknifefight.com. You can be pretty certain you know what you're going to be getting when you sign up to play monkeys and knives and fights and sports. Sign up and play today at monkeyknifefight.com. Play to MKF and win. State and age restrictions apply. See site for full terms and restrictions. Check it out. It's good stuff. So let's dive into these top free agents and where I think they may land. In some instances, like maybe where I hope they land <laughs> as well. But um, we'll start with quarterback. And and Dak Prescott's obviously the top name on the board. While I suppose there is a greater than 0% chance that Russell Wilson somehow winds up with the Cowboys. <laughs> there are odds for this, by the way. You can bet on anything. You can bet on anything. So uh, points bet has for Russ and for Deshaun Watson, the team most likely uh, that they'll take their next snap with. Uh, Seattle, the resounding favorite. I think basically it's like a 93% chance they have it at. But surprisingly, they had Dallas as the third choice for Russ, which uh, definitely caught me off guard a little bit. That would have to mean that Dak... uh, walks and uh that would be kind of crazy for a player of his at his age of his caliber to reach free agency I don't see it happening I think he's ultimately tagged I think that makes the most sense for Dallas uh it makes sense for Dak because he'll get paid this year and then he can negotiate the long term uh through that process maybe even before the time we get to the season you know he may not play under the just because you're tagged doesn't mean you play under the tag uh, so we'll see, but I, I, Dallas is obviously the optimal location for him. He's got that nice fleet of receivers. It's a really good setup, and he was on a historic pace last year. Next quarterback on my list is Jameis Winston. I also don't think that he's going to hit free agency. Now, 
We still don't know <laughs> if Drew Brees plans on playing. You know, somebody uh, posted a video on social media, him pushing a weight sled around, but that doesn't really mean that he's going to be playing. I don't know. He's just working out. I mean, he's obviously a professional athlete. He's going to continue to work out, whatever. I think Jameis makes sense for New Orleans. Now, not necessarily for New Orleans to sign to a long-term deal. I think you sign him to a one-year deal. You see what you have. And and for New Orleans, it makes sense to uh you know to potentially if you get if you have something you can obviously also you know you can then work to lock him up uh if you don't you can move on and you know wipe your hands clean one year experiment okay it didn't work it's not the end of the world at least we didn't give him a four-year deal or something like that and um you know for Jameis I think it makes sense too because I don't know how crazy the market's going to be for him so he would get that one-year deal prove it and then maybe, you know, play himself into a better deal in the future if he does, in fact, prove it. So New Orleans there for him. Cam Newton, I think it's New England, believe it or not. I didn't say Washington because, uh, well, I'm going to go in a different direction there. Obviously, Washington will be in the market for a quarterback without Alex Smith. But I honestly think another one-year deal for Cam Newton might make sense. I don't know how many starting jobs he could actually have. I do think New England is still one of them. And I don't I didn't mind Kim. He had no freaking weapons last year. And he still rushed for double digit touchdowns, by the way. So I don't think it's a terrible thing for for New England. Uh that way too, you know, maybe they they can see what happens in the draft. Like, so you sign Cam to a, a somewhat friendly one year deal. You could see what happens in the draft, then if you know, say Mac Jones is there at 15 and you want to take him, you could take him. Or if Trey Lance is somehow there at 15 and you want to take him, you could take him. And you don't necessarily have to feel pressure to day one have this kid ready to go. You have Cam Newton there to bridge you a little bit. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Here's where we're going to go with Washington. Uh, Fitzpatrick could be in the mix there. I, I really think that's a possibility. He could be in the mix in New England as well. But, you know, a bridge-type quarterback, Washington is also in an interesting predicament. Like, they need a quarterback. Alex Smith is gone. The backups that they have are not going to cut it. So they need something. They're picking at 19. There is a good chance if they do not move up, all five quarterbacks who are first-round talents could be off the board. Now, I mocked Mac Jones to them, obviously, earlier in the week uh, on Tuesday's podcast. But... I don't think that there's a guarantee there. So I think going out and signing a veteran makes sense. Fitzpatrick can certainly still start in the NFL. Again, I don't know how many starter jobs there are out there for him. This would be one of them, though. This would certainly be one. Finally, I didn't go too deep here. I have Mitchell Trubisky on my list. Not that I think he's going to be fantasy viable this year, but I do think there's a potential pathway for him to be viable in the future. That pathway is Pittsburgh. I know Steelers fans may not love this, but you know Ben re-signed or renegotiated his deal so that he's going to be around for one more year, and I don't think it's going to be any more than one more year. I think this is the last hurrah. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen, but they're not in a position where they need to draft a quarterback to start right now or, or something along those lines. So if you got Trubisky, now the appeal to Trubisky, like yes, uh, it didn't really work that well in Chicago. And there's a cautionary tale there for sure for some of these guys in the past, but we could also look to somebody like Ryan Tannehill, who a change of location actually worked well for him. Now, to be fair, that's 
often the exception, not the rule. But a younger quarterback that you can have sit behind Ben for a year, see what happens in the future. Certainly a better back backup than what you have in place. Sorry, Mason Rudolph supporters. But I don't think that's the worst move for the Steelers. All right, so let's move to wide receiver because this is really the sexiest position. Allen Robinson, I think it's Miami. Miami makes the most sense. I would love it to see to see Cincinnati, by the way, though. I would love, and I don't think that's going to happen, but that's like, you know, pie-in-the-sky dream location. Why? Because I'd love to see him paired up with Joe Burrow. I, I just think what those two could do together would be so awesome, but I don't see it happening. I think what we're going to see is Robinson tagged and then a tag and trade. I also think Chris Godwin will be tagged. He will stay in Tampa. That makes the most sense for him. It makes the most sense for the team. That one's an easy one. I think Kenny Galladay is going to be tagged as well, but I think he's also going to be traded and a team who needs help at wide receiver. Washington. Maybe you have a new quarterback. Kenny Galladay and Ryan Fitzpatrick. I don't mind that. You know, Fitzy was pretty good with Parker. That'd be kind of fun, actually. Now that I think about it, I didn't even initially, as I wrote these down, like put that together. See, the magic of podcasts <laughs> right there. That'd be a lot of fun, though, and I think that's a, a likely one. How about Juju? Juju's not going to stick around in Pittsburgh. I think they move on from him. He's still relatively young, and I think a spot that would make sense, a team who has a ton of money to spend and a need at wide receiver, Jacksonville. Get him paired up. With Trevor Lawrence, gives some stability there. He's a nice complement to what DJ Chark can do on the field as well. Not a bad direction for those guys. Will Fuller on my list. He's not going to stick around in Houston. I think Fuller makes sense going to the Patriots, actually. The Patriots don't have a deep threat. Haven't had one in quite some time. Get Fuller in there. Get him on the straight and narrow in terms of his health as well, hopefully. And um, yeah. Not a bad fit, especially if you have Cam Newton's big arm. He does have a big arm. He may not be the most accurate, especially short and intermediate accurate. But, yeah, big arm would fit with Will Fuller. Corey Davis. Don't think he stays in Tennessee. I actually think, you know, with Chicago moving pieces, this would be a downgrade from Allen Robinson, but it wouldn't be it wouldn't be that dramatic. But it, you're saving so much money. You're not going to have to pay Corey Davis where you're going to have to pay Allen Robinson. So I think that move could make some sense. T.Y. Hilton, honestly, I think he stays with the Colts, and I hope he stays with the Colts for Carson Wentz's sake, have that veteran presence there. T.Y. is not the player he was you know, earlier in his career, but that veteran presence is key, and um, that would definitely help Carson Wentz out. Uh, Curtis Samuel, I, I actually wrote this up, believe it or not, before the news, because I've had I've been sitting on this topic for maybe a week or so. Uh I wrote this up before Golden Tate was released, and I had Curtis Samuel to the Giants because I fully expected Golden Tate to be released. Uh, A player who's very similar in terms of skill set, younger though, gives you some upside there, uh, and you definitely want to pad some weapons around Daniel Jones going forward. Uh, Antonio Brown, Tampa, he's not going to play anywhere else. How about Marvin Jones? He's not going to stay in Detroit. Detroit... Adding Tyrell Williams, by the way, uh, Tyrell Williams, nothing to see here. People are still holding on to several years ago with Tyrell Williams. He had one good season. One. That's it. One good season. And that's, he didn't even have, he had the golden opportunity in 2019, didn't have a good season. So highly doubt that's going to change here. 
with Detroit. And I don't even know how much of a role he's going to have when it's all said and done. But I do think Marvin Jones gets out of there. And how about this for a sexy location, sexy landing spot? Location, location, location. Kansas City. Oh, baby. That would be fun right there. Now, he'd be the third target in the offense. And sure, he's north of 30. But he's already said he wants to get paid and he wants to go to a Super Bowl contending team. If Kansas City could find the money to pay him, that would be fun right there. I don't know if that one happened. Maybe I'm dreaming too much there, but that'd be a fun one. Uh, let's go to running back. Biggest name on the board is Aaron Jones. I really do not think Kenyon Drake's going to be back with uh, with the Cardinals. So your sort of dream location is the Cardinals. Now, the one thing that I will say here, I don't know if this actually happens because the Cardinals have a lot of moves to make elsewhere. Like defensively, they almost need to complete re- like makeover and they're not going to be able to do all of that in the draft. So they're going to have to address some of this in free agency. So they may not have the money to spend because Aaron Jones is going to cost a lot. There is the outside chance that he has transition tagged. I don't think he's going to be franchise tagged because the price is too high. Transition tag would be $8.9 million. It'd be $11.1 for the uh, franchise tag. I don't see them spending that in Green Bay. Either way, Green Bay doesn't use a tag, man. They don't. They haven't used a franchise tag in over a decade. Chris Carson. How about this one? Atlanta. Now, a lot of people might say Aaron Jones to Atlanta, but here's why I'm saying Chris Carson. Arthur Smith is the head coach now, so they're not looking for the same running back that they were in the previous regime. Previous regime, I agree. Aaron Jones, yeah, absolutely. But now we need, if we're going to try and do some of the things that we did in Tennessee, we need a back who can carry a big workload. Okay, yeah, Chris Carson can do that. Aaron Jones, I don't know if he can. He doesn't necessarily have to either, by the way. It's not a knock on Jones, but Chris Carson did in Seattle, and he's he's out in Seattle. So I think Atlanta makes a lot of sense for him. All right, let's talk about Kenyon Drake. Not Arizona. Not Atlanta. Not the Jets, which I'll get to in a minute. How about this one? This one, if this happened, I think this will piss people off, but I, I dig it. San Francisco. How about that? Kenyon Drake in a Kyle Shanahan run game, believe it or not, is really appealing. <laughs> I And I don't like Kenyon Drake. I really don't. But that's really appealing. The other uh, possibility for me would be Seattle, by the way. I'm not sold on the idea that, okay, it's just going to be Rashad Penny. So we'll see. Could be a nice combo of those two. James Conner, Jets. It's boring. <laughs> Maybe the Jets get out of that, but I, I don't know. And he feels like somebody who would fit with what they want to do. Maybe they can get him slightly cheaper. Uh, the only other name that I have on my list is Leonard Fournette. I uh, put the Steelers <laughs> just to, just to uh, troll people. I don't think he's back in Tampa, honestly. he Doesn't he look like, like somebody who would be a Steelers running back? I don't know. Um, Steelers could go that route they, if they get him cheap enough. Or they could certainly go the route of drafting a running back. I think that's probably more likely, to be honest with you. But if they can get him cheap enough, and, and now they have a little bit of money finally because of the, the Ben restructuring. All right, real quick, a tight end. Hunter Hendry, uh, Chargers. I realize there's still the possibility that he leaves. I don't think they tag him again. I think they ultimately get a deal done. Like He wants to get paid, 
But I don't know if he wants to get paid George Kittle money. You know, does he want to get paid fifteen million a year, or can you get Hunter Henry at like twelve five, which would still put him as the third highest paid? Only Kelsey and Kittle would make more. I don't know. That would make sense to me. But I think he stays. Janu, how about this? New Orleans, no Jared Cook anymore. And if it is Jameis, like Janu is actually a pretty appealing tight end for Jameis. Athletic can play a little bit, you know, further downfield. He's not just a short A dot guy. I think that's pretty appealing. So New Orleans for Janu. How about Gronk, Tampa? He's not going anywhere. Last one on my list, Gerald Everett. In a lot of ways, I think of Delaney Walker when I think of Gerald Everett. So Delaney Walker, he was probably even more like worse off than Gerald Everett because he was buried behind Vernon Davis in San Francisco. Well, seven years of that, and then he finally is freed going to, to Tennessee. And, you know, puts up big numbers. So could we have the same thing with Gerald Everett, who was, you know, in, in a situation where Tyler Higby and they, they were cannibalizing off of each other. I think he could. And the location I put is the Jags. I do think the Jags address tight end. The Jags are going to look very different offensively this year than they have in years past because new regime, new quarterback, new look, you, you know, new whatever. And a tight end could be involved. So Gerald Everett be an interesting fit right there. There you go. He could be fantasy relevant next year. Like top 24, not not top 12. Anyway, there you go. Some potential landing spots. Of course, next week we will break down the franchise tag information. I'll be on Tuesday. We'll have our franchise tag information in place, so I'll put up a podcast about all of that. And we march on, baby. Rookie information will be coming soon as well. Hey, in the meantime, do me a favor. Head on over to FTNFantasy.com for all the latest news and analysis of everything going on around the NFL. And if you want my NASCAR stuff, FTNDaily.com. We also have baseball You can get in early on our baseball optimizer, which we have a new and improved optimizer over at ftndaily.com. Go check it out. Appreciate everybody reviewing the show on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, whatever you want to call it. If you haven't done it already, those reviews mean a lot. So all you have to do is open up your iPhone if you have one. Open up the uh, podcast app there, the Apple Podcast app. Go to my podcast, The Rant with Jeff Radcliffe. Scroll to the bottom, click the stars, and you're done. That's it right there. Appreciate everybody who's reviewed this show. Means a ton, baby. Means a ton. Uh, All right. That's it. Hit me up on social media. At Jeff Ratcliffe on Twitter. At Jeff Ratcliffe on Instagram. Use that hashtag Rat Pack. That way I know you're a listener of the show. You could even use the hashtag The Rant. That's even cooler right there. All right. I'll catch you on the flip side of the weekend. Franchise tags are coming, baby. They're coming. All right. I'm Jeff Ratcliffe, and I'm out of here.